Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And I played a lot of Hollow Knight. You did. I you, did. I watched, I don't know, maybe eight hours of my like 24 26 hour playthrough session yes i took a photo of whatever your thing was yeah you can do that first yes um there's so many baby photos on my phone well he is seven weeks so uh so game completion you were at 92 percent and you played 23 hours 33 minutes and 44 seconds that is actually all Oh, no, it's not all doubles. It's 23 hours. So you almost played a full day in the game. It was really good. I'm just We're just going to throw that out there. This game was absolutely incredible. But I will start with a synopsis. Uh, it does a pretty good uh, job. This has a very Souls-like storytelling where you kind of have to discover it as you're playing through and kind of piece together what's happening it doesn't just directly tell you everything it kind of sets a backdrop and then after that it's go explore try to figure out what's going on here it's easier to follow along than a souls game but it's still yet you you could completely miss the story if you just you know want to beat the bosses in the game there's a you can technically you can skip like not quite half but i think you can skip over a third of the bosses in this game i even missed some bosses i know you did I missed some bosses. There's some areas I didn't fill out. There's some gems I didn't find. There's a lot of stuff I didn't finish. Some of it's grindy, collecting a lot of items, and other of it is just really looking all at the nitty gritty and all the corners to try to find secret pathways that I was just like, eh, I don't need to do that at this point. What level did you just get in Stardew Valley? I don't know. If it goes off again, I'll mute my phone and apologize. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, synopsis. This is pulled right from hollownight.com. Beneath the fading town of Dirtmouth sleeps a vast ancient kingdom. Many are drawn beneath the surface, searching for riches or glory or answers to old secrets. As an ang- ang- oh, I can't say this word. Enigmatic. Enigmatic knight. I can't believe that my brain just. <laughs> Your brain to... was like, no, nope. done. Enigmatic knight. You traverse the depths, unravel its mis- mysteries, and conquer its evils. That's pretty good. It is. That's a decent synopsis for a game. Yes. Let's cover some reviews. Uh, I'll just real quickly. Hollow Knight was released on February 24th, 2017 for PC, Max, uh, Linux. It was released for the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One in 2018. Wow, so it was a PC game before. <clears throat> yeah. Huh. A lot of those 2D platformers are PC or Nintendo games before they go to the other That's consoles. Fair. That's fair. Because they're easier to make something like that for a system like the switch because it's you know your handheld that's a game you can easily take on the go in fact i think i have it on the switch we do have it on the switch that's where we originally tried to play it i think it was free as a ps plus game and that's why i have it on it the was PS like two or three months ago yeah well longer than that no i swear it was just recently anyway i picked it up for free yes yeah it was free i guess i already own it PS on the plus switch members, yeah and uh played it there yes anyway so, reviews mm-hmm Metacritic, it has 85 from critics and an 8.9 from users. So pretty, pretty similar. Positive review. I grabbed IGN. 
And this was actually like their second paragraph. So they said, the deeper I went into Hollow Knight, the more I was surprised at just how much content and freedom it has to offer. I could wander in basically any direction and find bosses to fight, upgrades to collect, and secrets to uncover. But what's truly captivating about about exploring this long dead kingdom is its atmosphere. Art, music, color tone, sound, and a million other little details combine to give each area of the map a distinct sense of place, and those areas jigsaw together in a way that feels intentional and alive. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good world building, for sure. Very, very well done, Mm -hmm. yes. And it's very gloomy, yet at the same time, there's areas with very rich and vibrant colors. There's a lot of stuff. All right, yep, there you go. Okay, you got a farming level this got time. A farming level. I apologize, everybody here. Uh, even though it's a gloomy, kind of fading world, they really managed to add a lot of beauty into that world. Yeah. Every area was just pretty and in its own weird way. It was like a. Yeah, it's sad. It's but it's more of like that melancholy sad. Yes. Like it's it's the memories it's not that depressing. are depressing. The memories that are fading that are beautiful, and and there is a depressing story behind it as Very, well. Yes, but in terms of the aesthetic and just the mood, and then the music that goes along with everything, it is mm-hmm. beautiful. I'm going to show you a video later. It's a composer that breaks down some of the music without having Ooh. playing the game. He can pick up on the vibe of everything. Oh, that's cool. It's really good. Nice. Anyway. Okay, negative. I went to Game Critics. They said, the biggest flaw, however, is the map system. Upon entering a new region, players can't begin charting it out until they stumble upon the traveling cartographer, and even then, navigational data isn't saved until the player rests at a save point. This means that every time players venture into uncharted territory, they remain in the dark until they just happen upon both an NPC and a safe zone. And yes, there are cases where the map maker is tucked away in infuriatingly obscure locations. I don't disagree mm-hmm. with that. It didn't bother me. Yeah. I guess I was just... this. I'll cover it in a minute. I'll cover this in a minute. But Hollow Knight is so well done that something like that, it almost feels nitpicky to me. The, that was very nitpicky. I couldn't really find anything blatantly negative about it. I do have uh, a general comment by IGN that's going to help us. Segway. Okay. So their general comment by IGN that I liked was, Hollow Knight's first few hours can be a predictably sink or swim experience as a result. It's an unabashed, unashamedly, not unabashedly, unashamedly challenging game that does a great job of silently teaching you how to play, but it still felt a little bit daunting to start, especially when death means having to fight your way back to your corpse to reclaim your money. We All attempted we attempted to play this a couple years ago on the Switch, and maybe got an hour into it and did not like it and just stopped playing. It's very true. And I see the funny thing is I don't remember which element made me quit. No, I don't either. I really don't. I honestly don't. And I think, and again, I I keep alluding back to this in our prior podcast, having played through Returnal Returnal. (laughs) has made all the other games that are difficult like this more enjoyable for me that's fair but returnal was so good at the gameplay itself was so good that the actual that it made these games more enjoyable because i have a new perspective at looking at these games Mm -hmm. and it gives you a little bit more patience because if you if you really want to get good at returnal you just have to play it you really do you have to die and just keep learning and chugging along and just get the pattern of moving dodging shooting and just doing that and again there's not really shooting in this game there kind of is 
but a lot of it is moving, dodging, learning when to strike, learning when to back away, and just figuring out those patterns is very important. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Here's a term I've been using a lot frequently, but it is Metroidvania-style platforming. Yes. Uh, The nail that is your weapon, it's a sword, basically, and various spells abilities. You get a nail, weapon, uh, spells... To beat the game, uh, you collect these charms as well that they provide different buffs, which really actually provided a very surprising way because you could customize and play the game how you like. Mm-hmm. Like there's one charm that doesn't activate until you're at one health, but it triples your damage. Oh. So a lot of players, there's some players that are really, really good so they can get themselves knocked to one health and never get hit. And they just burn through the game like that. There was one quest, didn't you say, where you had to go from one like one end of the map to the other and you couldn't get hit? Yes. I'm not that good. Yeah, I know. I couldn't finish that one. But there's players that are, they do yes. so well that they can make that quest and it's not a problem for them. Right. Again, I'm not that, you can, and you also couldn't take the steed. You couldn't ride the creature. You couldn't do the fast travel, No, basically. you couldn't fast travel there. You had to, you had to go there without getting hit. And it's not easy. A lot of things want to hit you in this game, and it is very scary. A lot of them do, yes. That is oh, yes, and correct. I do get hit very frequently. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, provi- the platforming portion of the game, it's very precise. It's very difficult. The size of this game is huge. It's gigantic. It's really big. Again, you can miss, I think, four or five sections of this game entirely. Mm-hmm. They are not essential to beating the game, but they are essential for different story endings. But you can just miss them all together and it wouldn't affect the story at all. Yeah, because there's multiple endings for this game, too. Yeah, we played that, a lot of those that recently. That whole cliffside area in the upper left, don't need to go there at all. Huh. But that's DLC content, too, I think. Oh, it might be. Yeah, so we played the Void Heart edition, which has all of the DLC. Oh, so that yeah. was the circus and uh, something else. There's a Coliseum. I don't know if that was in there before or not. Okay. Coliseum of Fools as well. I don't know if the Pantheon... I don't think I accessed that at all. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't actually access in the game. There's some DLC that I missed, but I did do all of the circus uh, campaign. The game, uh, uh, lots of varying enemies. Some of the types are similar, but a lot of times there's new enemies and they are very different from one another, which made everything very difficult but very enjoyable to learn as a whole. Oh, are you looking at everything? I'm here? looking up the Void Heart edition. Um, oh, okay. This is uh no, it doesn't tell me. What the whatever. <laughs> this tells me the changes that came with the Void Heart edition and not like the DLC. I think packs. there's a DLC that I'm missing, which is like a pantheon where you fight all these it's like a different coliseum basically. Fair enough. All right, whatever. Continue. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to jump into the story a little bit, and then I'm going to come back to this Metroidvania idea, especially with this game. The story itself, and this is pieced together by fans for the most part, but uh, there is a... This kingdom used to be uh, run by this god that controlled all these creatures, and then basically a new person came in, or a new god came in and offered them a freedom, and the old god was almost forgotten about, but basically he in the background, came back and took control of everybody again. So that's why that kingdom that was prospering is falling apart because that old god came back. Gotcha. And your goal in the game is what happened is this guy came up with this way to seal 
him away, but his influence is still basking out. Your goal is to reseal him. Okay. So his influence won't bask out. And there's multiple endings. Uh, the fir- the one that I had, I think it's the f- most basic one where you basically... Hashtag spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't played it yet, sorry. Here's story spoilers. You defeat the Hollow Knight, which is the one that is keeping it sealed, and you become the new... God. New No, new seal. Oh, new seal. For the sorry. God. My bad. Uh, the next one is Hornet. There's a character in the game called Hornet. I think she becomes the seal. And the true ending is when you go up in and you actually kill the god itself. Your character is slain, but you save Hornet and the entire kingdom from that god's presence. And that's kind of the good ending. Yeah. No matter what happens, your character kind of... Uh, dies, dies in some regard. But in this last one, he's basically... The, his his physical form is destroyed and his corporal shadow form is freed. So I don't think he necessarily dies. He just eats the old god and disappears. His job is done at that point. Delicious. It's weird. I've, I've watched the video of that yeah. fight and I'm like, ooh, that looks hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but that's the gist of the story. And that's really if you're digging deep to look into everything. There's journals. There's lore that you can find all over the place you can talk to friendly npcs and they'll fill you in on different points of the game and what's going on can i also just comment before i completely forget about this Mm -hmm. and this will age both of us not that we haven't already aged ourselves but many of the enemies look like variations of strong sad they really do yes oh my gosh from homestarrunner.com uh, he's yeah. putting his videos on YouTube, I think, so you can watch. Yeah, they're all on YouTube, and I think there was. Uh, I think if you go to homestarrunner.com, it actually still works. I think they somebody fixed the site because it's not flash based anymore. Oh, but they, so he actually made it so Homestar Runner will function. Oh, that's so great. Yes, come that's on, funny. Come on in. Oh my gosh! Does it, it still work? Oh, it does. Oh, sorry, everybody. Yeah, I don't know. If they I can actually hear don't that. know if they can hear that. <laughs> anyway, you can go back to Homestar Runner if anybody uh, yes. needs some nostalgia trip. It's there. Yes, anyone like thirty and over, most likely. <laughs> I kind of want to cover because I've played a lot of these lately. Uh, the Metroidvania style, what that actually means, and explain why I feel like this is probably the best one to be made in ages. So uh, Super Metroid was released in 1986, and that basically created a non-linear style of a 2D action platforming. Uh, Generally, the older 2D games on the Nintendo, you would go straight. You didn't ever go back. Correct. So you couldn't return to areas. Once you passed that screen, that was it. Metroid lets you, it was the first exploration-based one where you could go back and access more things. Uh, in 1997, a game called Castlevania Symphony of the Night was released. Uh, that was not the first Castlevania, but Symphony of the Night was the one they say has kind of perfected that style. Uh, and they literally, this is quoting, saying they added role-playing elements from Legend of Zelda, combining it with the Metroid platforming. Okay, that makes sense. Fused together. Now, Symphony of the Night was a PlayStation game, but it combined all those elements to make this really unique because then your character would level up. Your character would gain magic over time. It would collect new items to help it aid on the journey. That's the Zelda kind of formula with it. Metroid kind of did this, but this Castlevania really brought it to a height. Uh, there are several games that have been replicating this and adding their styles 
for a while, but Hollow Knight has its own unique system with the charms, so that's kind of its methodology. You don't really level up in the game, but you do find shards to increase your health, increase your magic, uh, and it has its own unique uh, aesthetic. The most amazing thing for me in this game was actually the music, and what set Symphony of the Night apart for me from the other games was uniquely how good the music was in that game. It really made a step up in the genre. In this game, mm-hmm. the or- it's orchestral. The whole thing is orchestral, and it is just gorgeous. And everything fits the soundtrack perfectly. It is beautiful. Not only is the gameplay precise, the level-up system, by level-up I mean collecting charms, you can make your own way of playing the game, just very unique. This is really, it set a new bar for future games. Now, Castlevania Symphony of the Night will always have a prominent place in my heart. I never really played the Metroid games overly much. I think I no. played the one on the, the Nintendo or Super Nintendo whenever that came. I think it was Nintendo, though. Yes. I played that one or I played the one on the Super Nintendo, but I never really got into the other ones. So, so if Castlevania, though, is the top of the top, for me, Hollow Knight sits right next to it or right underneath it. I really liked this game. I am blown away, and I am super duper excited for this sequel, uh, Silk Song. I could tell that you really liked this game because you just played it constantly, and you played it without me, and you just did not. You were fully invested in this game. I was zoned into this game, and I know these games for you just kind of get a little repetitive sometimes. This one was very pretty to look at, mm-hmm. and some of it did get a little repetitive. But it wasn't like watching a Souls game. It wasn't that bad of like watching you struggle with a boss that badly. Mm-hmm. There were a... some, but it wasn't as torturous to watch this one because it didn't feel as overwhelming, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree that. Yeah, they. it took me a while to figure out patterns and learn how to beat them. Beating the... Uh, Troop Master Grimm or whatever. The circus leader. circus leader was very tough. I never beat his second form. I did the other way to end the circus because fighting him is very difficult. Yeah, you tried, I think, once. And I just went. Yep, you're like, no, we're just going to get rid of him. (laughs) And he went to the dude that's like, we can banish him from this world. I wanted to beat the game at that point. Yes. I think if I really wanted to, I could beat him. I watched a tutorial video on how to actually fight him. Ah, okay. I went... I could do it. I don't have the patience for it. So I don't want to. I don't want to. Anyway, I know you didn't see much of the game, as much of the game as I did, but what would you rate this game? I would probably give it an eight. I don't think I personally could play it, and I think when we initially tried it on the Switch, we both attempted it. I think I attempted it first, and the controls were too precise for me to handle, and I gave up. Mm-hmm. And I think you were kind of the same. We really did not make it that far into the game. No, I don't think so. And we just kind of stopped. But this time, again, Returnal really, Returnal and Near Automata really helped you kind of. Yeah, it was Near Automata first, yes. and then Returnal that kind of made me get into these games a lot more. Yeah, so I would give it an eight. It was fun to watch, and I could kind of you know plug in when I needed to or wanted to and not really feel super lost, I guess. Because, again, the story's not, like, front and center. As a Metroidvania fan, I, I'm going to say the controversial thing, this game is a, is a 10 for me. Really? This is a 10 out of 10. 
I would love if they gave me another 40 hours in this book. <laughs> I would do it. I would play it. I would sit and play it. I would explore it. I would figure it out. This game was a really good length. I thought it was going to be over in 10 hours. I thought so too. Another 13 hours later. Going. I think could, they say you can probably put 40 to 60 hours in this game to do every little thing. I loved it. I was absolutely blown away with how much content they actually gave us for this game. It's a 10 out of 10 for me, but I love Metroidvania, and this is right up there with Symphony of the Night for me. So if you guys are into that style, that two, that 2D platform, non-linear action, you know, based RPG style, do this up. Play this game. It is worth your time. Truly, it is incredible. I'd agree with that. We're at Gaming Marriage on social media, or gamingmarriage at gmail.com. Please reach out to us if there's any games you'd like us to play. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, I'm just starting Deathloop. I'm playing Bloodstained. I don't think we're going to review it. I'm just playing that for me. But yes. Deathloop we will review. For sure. So uh, look forward to that in the coming weeks. Uh, outside of that, guys, have a wonderful day. Bye.